Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host of Fatpool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's J-M-I-E, your 798th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down this road of nerdiness. And today's episode, we are having some DC news. The DCEU, the DC Extended Universe, is possibly in trouble. There's been rumors floating around of changes, of reboots, of remakes, and we're doing some Joker news. So let's just hop right into with the biggest story that had come out, and that is rumored, at this time it's still a rumor, that Henry Cavill is out as Superman. That's right, the man with the CGI'd creepy lip will no longer don the cape and be the Man of Steel that we have come to know and love here recently in the DC Universe. This rumor hit earlier this week when it was said that Henry Cavill, because of scheduling conflicts, could not uh, make a cameo in the Shazam movie, and that Warner Brothers was so inset by this that they were casting aside Henry Cavill as the Man of Steel and going to replace him and basically going to reboot the entire DC movie-verse around it. And... I don't understand if if that was the case, him being because of a scheduling conflict, not being able to do it, why would you get rid of him? Henry Cavill seems to embody what it actually means to be Superman. He has the look, he has the charm, he has the charisma, he has what you need in a man of steel. He was the best choice for a Superman, I think, that I have seen in a long, long time. Now, some of the names floating around to replace him were Michael B. Jordan. And before I get into this part of it where I'm talking about this, let me say that I know what's coming. I know what people are going to say. And it has nothing to do with the fact that Michael B. Jordan is black. I I know people are going to say that this is the reason I'm going to kind of downplay it a little bit. It has nothing to do with him being black. I love Michael B. Jordan as an actor. The problem I have with this is the fact... Now, if they're going to go... If they're going to take it in the alternate dimension world of Superman, I'm fine with it. There are alternate dimensions to where Superman is different colors, ethnicities, all of that. I'm fine with it. But if you're staying in the the DC universe and the the part of the multiverse that we know now then I have an issue with it. Why? People are going to say it doesn't matter. Superman can be any color. Yes, Superman can be any color. But we all know what traditionally Superman looks like. And if you get Michael B. Jordan, to me, it just seems like Warner Brothers is changing him, changing the color of his skin to try to bring people in because they saw what happened with Black Panther. Black Panther was a hugely successful movie. It, it and I'm not not saying anything about it being because the majority of the cast was of a of African descent or because they were black. I'm saying because it was a very well done movie. The script was great. The villain was great. Michael B. Jordan played an incredible villain, and it sounds to me like DC might want to try to piggyback off of that. And that's where I have an issue coming in. 
when you take this character and you're like, well, we're going to bring this character in because people love him and he's done such a great job, and it'll bring those eyes over here, your script's still going to suck. Why? Because you guys are not caring about the movies. You're not caring about the scripts. You're not caring about the context and what the scripts are done. You're not caring about story arcs. You're not caring about the history of the character. And that's one of my main issues here. If you're going to try to cast Michael B. Jordan just because he is black, then I think he doesn't need to be cast. Not because he's black, but because when you're doing this just to try to make it diverse because you think it's going to bring eyes to your movie and get your money revenue up, that to me is pandering and that to me annoys the hell out of me. You are changing a character that everybody knows. You're changing what that character generally is and has been for decades now in the universe in which you're using. You're doing that to try to bring eyes to it by saying, well, look how diverse we are. And that's the wrong move, especially because at this point, I have no faith in your movies. You're going to waste Michael B. Jordan. You're going to waste an incredible actor on this just as a publicity stunt. And I believe that's what this is with Warner Brothers because they, they love to try to pull out these publicity stunts and hiring these big-name actors and stuff like this to try to get people to come watch the movies and don't focus on the movies. You can hire him. Like I said, if you're gonna if you're gonna reboot the entire universe and you're gonna go from the from another realm, um, another dimension with Superman, I'm fine with it. But if you're doing it in the everyday what we're all doing, then then I have a problem with you changing characters. I don't like when studios change characters for the sake of changing a character to try to bring eyeballs and attention to themselves for it. And so they can say, Look how diverse we are, look, you know, we're for this person or we're for that. You're not doing it for that. You're pandering. And pandering is not good. You can write a good script and hire a good Superman. Now, getting rid of Henry Cavill makes no sense, especially if he just couldn't appear in one movie. Maybe he just, maybe they, it was supposed to be a scheduling conflict, but even if it's not that, if he, even if he said, I'm not going to be in the Shazam movie, who cares? The Shazam movie kind of looks campy. And I'm not saying it's going to be a bad movie because the trailer kind of intrigued me to where I, I want to see it. The muscle suit on Shazam makes me think that this is stupid looking, and maybe Henry Cavill's like, I'm not doing this. I worked my ass off to look like I look, and you put a muscle suit on this guy, and I'm supposed to go in there and act like we're the same we're the same type? No. Now, I don't know if that's what it is. You know, I like to reach. I like to, like to push the buttons a little bit. I, I don't know what these Hollywood execs are thinking, nor do I really want to know what their Hollywood execs are thinking, because most of the people at DC and Warner Brothers are dumbasses when it comes to making these movies and you know I've defended Batman v Superman I've defended Suicide Squad I've defended Justice League because I generally like the movies why because you see all this but you know I think they go too far and I think they focus way too much on on hiring a big name actor or a big name director and don't care about the script and to me that that's bullshit and you're slapping the fans of the characters in the face they're Came with this saying that if Henry Cavill is out of Superman, then Ben Affleck was stepping away from the bat suit, the cow, and he was going to walk away, and they were going to have to basically recast Batman as well. Now, I know Batman, Batfleck, as it's been lovingly dubbed, has been generally 50-50 on either you loved him as Batman or you hated him as Batman. There was no he did an okay job. You either hated his portrayal or you loved it. 
I actually think he did a very well Batman. He played a very good, grizzly, basically, I'm getting too old for this shit Batman who's getting to the point where he's not caring anymore because he's seeing that he's been doing this for years and crime has not gone down and he is just at the point where he's like, I'm going to do anything I can to stop this. I think he did a very good job at that. Is he the best Batman? No. That is Michael Keaton. I will argue with any of you that Michael Keaton is the best Batman to ever don the cow. Take your Christian Bale loving ass on somewhere. Michael Keaton is the best Batman there ever will be. And Ben Affleck is close behind that. He did a very good job. Now, I know there was already issues with him, as I've reported before on earlier episodes of the podcast, to where he was going to direct and star in the next Batman film, simply titled The Batman. Then they brought in Matt Reeves to direct it and brought in Matt Reeves to help Roddy write the script because they didn't like his script. Even though people recently have come out and said uh, John Magliotta, or Magliana, however you pronounce his name, I'm sorry, uh, who plays Deathstroke, said he read Ben Affleck's script and said it was the greatest Batman film he'd ever read. Now, he was in the film, and apparently Deathstroke played a big part in that film. Maybe that's the reason he loved it so much. I don't know. I have not read the script. If I get a chance to read it, it, it might have leaked online by now. I need to actually look that up. But if it is, then go with it. You know, I, I would rather have a great script than to just cast a bunch of big-name actors and say, here you go. But Matt Reeves was brought in, so there was a big thing about whether he, Matt, whether Ben Affleck was going to stay on as Batman. And there was a, he's still on, he's walking away, he's still on, he's walking away. We've been doing this since Matt Reeves took over. And when you, like I've said before, when you report it and you have your biggest money-making franchise and Batman having so much controversy and they're losing so much fanfare with it because they are portraying Batman in different lights in the past couple of movies, you've got an issue. Now, he said he's going to walk away if Henry Cavill walked away from Superman, which tells me that he believes himself that Henry Cavill is the heart of the DC Universe. It started with Man of Steel, and uh, he does such a great job that Ben Affleck doesn't want to. Now, there are two names that have been thrown around to replace Ben Affleck through the times that he is stepping away and not stepping away. One of them was Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is an incredible character actor. I love him in Nightcrawler. I've loved him in almost everything he's done. He is a very good actor. Now, to me, Jake Gyllenhaal seemed like he would have been a better fit to play the Joker or the Riddler or something like that. He seems to me like he has a a scary moniker to him when he gets into these deep dark roles and I think Jake Gyllenhaal could have been a could be a better fit for a character on the villain side than he would be playing Batman. I'm not saying he wouldn't be a good Batman. I'm just saying that I don't really see Jake Gyllenhaal as Bruce Wayne and or Batman. I just don't It's not a knock on Jake Gyllenhaal. It's just saying that I don't feel he would be right for that role. Uh, Now, I know Matt Reeves said that he wanted Jake Gyllenhaal, and that was one of his top choices. He might have read for the role. It's going to depend on if Ben Affleck actually does walk away, and we might not end up with him. He might not want that role. He might not want to step into the shit show that is DC and all the problems that have been arising in the movies that have come out under the banner of Warner Brothers. 
Another name that has been thrown around this week was John Hamm of Madman, <clears throat> excuse me, of Mad Men, the AMC show. Very great actor, very well versed, and he he could I think he could play a good Bruce Wayne. Now, I've said before, playing Batman isn't the hard part. You can put a mask and a cape on anyone, and they can pretty much play Batman. I could play Batman. I think the majority of you guys could play Batman. It's Bruce Wayne is where the character gets com complicated to play because you have to be able to play a smug, arrogant playboy who's not comfortable in that role and also have a dark side where you think something's wrong. That's why I argue Michael Keaton is the best Batman because Michael Keaton played that. And I keep going back to Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton is the best Batman. Simple. Plain and simple. Case closed. Case for the plaintiff. Judge rules. John Hamm could do a good... I think he could play the the Bruce Wayne part well. You know, he played a playboy on Mad Men. I think he could actually do that part well. Now, my issue is, is again, if they're rebooting the entire DC Universe, it's way too soon for a reboot. You know, Batman v Superman was only a few years ago. Man of Steel was not that long ago. So rebooting an entire universe this quick does not look good. Especially if you take... Let's say you have Michael B. Jordan come in as Superman, you have John Hamm come in as Batman, and yet you still keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman because she's not going anywhere because that's your moneymaker right now. Gal Gadot has made you more money in her Wonder Woman franchise than pretty much all the rest of them have done. So you're not going to get rid of her. Jason Momoa's Aquaman has not come out yet. If it's a big hit, you, you're not going to throw Aquaman away and put a new Jason Momoa in there. Ray Fisher as Cyborg. Nobody cares because nobody cares about the Cyborg character. Sorry, Ray. But, but that's my that's what I'm saying. You can't have these new characters replace them and then have these old characters come in and call it a reboot. Now, I know characters get changed all the time. Batman's been through multiple incarnations. Superman's been through multiple incarnations. I, I'm well aware that we can reboot characters within a standard universe and make it work. But you're going to confuse a lot of fans. A lot of casual fans are going to be confused as to why Batman looks, sounds, and acts this way in this one and doesn't act the way in the other one it, these t characters are all have their own acting style Ben Affleck acts completely different than John Hamm and watch, if John Hamm tries to play Ben Affleck's Batman it's not going to come out and work right you know that you have to know that they walk different, they talk different, they have a different swagger about themselves and it's not going to come off that good on screen yes again you can replace characters but it's going to be confusing to the average casual everyday fan who wonders why Ben Affleck's character is not in this film. So how how are we going to pull this off? Especially with the Matt Reeves. I like Matt Reeves, but as much as we've had this on again, off again, I'm losing faith daily in the script for the new Batman movie. And I really hope I'm wrong because I love the Batman character and I love Matt Reeves as a director. Now, Matt Reeves... Please don't fuck this up. You know, I'm looking for Deathstroke in this movie. That's what I think the original plan was for the villain. And I hope that's the way it goes. We'll have to see how this all plays out in the end. Like I said, this is all rumors. This is all non-confirmed. Um, Henry Cavill has not said yes or no. His agent and management team said that he still has the cape in his closet. I don't know what that means. He did an Instagram video where he wore a Krypton Gems t-shirt and he held up a Superman action figure and put it down. 
confirming that he's still in the role or not. I don't know. So Henry Cavill is going to depend on whether we get to see Batfleck back in or we get to see John Hamm take over or possibly Jake Gyllenhaal or possibly somebody else. Hell, they might try to bring in a Batgirl instead of a Batman just to try to fill out the diversity a little bit more. I don't know. I'll keep everybody posted and updated on anything that comes along with this film. But let's go into something that is not rumored, and that is the upcoming Joker origin movie. Yes, as you remember from, again, a few episodes back, I broke down how we're getting two Joker movies. We're getting a Jared Leto Joker, and we're getting a Joker Origins movie starring Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. Now, how you have Joaquin Phoenix playing Joker, and he's older than Jared Leto's Joker, but it's an origin story, makes no sense. I've already broke that down. Don't understand how they're doing that, but this is the uh, this is the cluster that is Warner Brother and DC movies. Now, pictures were released of the Joker of Joaquin Phoenix slimming down and what his Joker might look like. He is not in face paint. We have not seen anything like that yet, but he has lost a lot of weight. He has got his hair cut. And he actually looked good. Like, I, I saw the Joker in him. You know, I, I can see from the body style, from the body type he is now, from the weight he's off, and I think he could actually look the part. Now, can Joaquin Phoenix play the part? Yeah, the jury's still out. He's not a bad actor, per se. The Joker's just a difficult role to play, especially when you've had so many different incarnations of it, from Cesar Romero to Jack Nicholson to the incredible Heath Ledger to even Jared Leto, who I didn't think was that bad except for the gold teeth. Do You have all these different ways, so it's going to depend on how you play it. And with it being an origin story, which we don't exactly know how they're going to do it, and I still don't like the fact that they're doing an origin story, I don't think the Joker needs an origin, but the way... They could play this off, and this is the way I would like, is that at the very end of it, is at the very end of the Joker origin movie, you have Jared Leto's Joker telling this story to somebody else. Let's say that he's telling the story of how he became Joker to somebody, basically lying to them. Like, let's say he's about to kill somebody, and he's telling them how he became the Joker. And so this was all basically kind of like in his head, a reenactment. That way, it's not a true origin story. It's one of his many this is how it happened. I think that would be a cool way to do the movie. They're not going to go that route, but I think that would be a cool way to do the movie. Now, one of the things that I think is kind of funny and not funny at the same time is they are calling, they have named the Joker. They have released what his name will be in the upcoming movie, and it is Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck. A. Fleck. A. Fleck. Affleck. They're taking digs at Ben Affleck. Some people might say I'm stretching on that. To me, this sounds like you are taking a dig at your Batman. Especially if he is leaving. Calling him Arthur Fleck. Affleck for short. Guys... Come on. I know. I don't know what Warner Brother executive or who wrote this script thought this is going to be funny, but it's not. I didn't laugh. I mean, maybe somebody does. Maybe somebody finds that joke hilarious. Maybe somebody will see the film simply to see the jokes that come from that. I don't find it funny. Again, maybe it's because I'm so against an, an, an origin movie for the Joker 
And to give him a name like Arthur Fleck just is is stupid. You know, you could have went with anything. You could have called him Jack Napier, and I'd have been happier, which is was his name in Batman 1989 when he was played by Jack Nicholson. It was Jack Napier. You could have went with something like that, and I'd have been fine. But for some reason, Arthur Fleck just kind of like made me go, what the hell? You're taking digs at the guy playing your Batman. And he, may, well, may or may not be playing your Batman. It's not a way to keep him on. I don't think they want Ben Affleck on. I really don't. I think they're done with the Affleck thing, and I think Affleck's about done with them too. If they, if they, if both of these guys don't want it, part ways, guys, and just be done with it. I mean, that that's pretty much all I can say. The Joker origin movie just sounds bad. Joaquin Phoenix, I think he'll look good, and I can't wait to actually see him in the makeup and see how he goes. There's just a, too many plot holes there for me to go to be able to connect Joaquin Phoenix and Arthur Fleck to Gangster Joker in Suicide Squad. I don't get how they're getting there. Um, maybe they'll... You know, maybe they'll show it. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll just bridge it all together to the point when I walk out, I'll go, "Holy shit! I can't believe they did that!" And I'm so excited for what's to come. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm praying it does because I want these movies to work. Marvel is killing it. DC animated movies are killing it. Why can't their animated movies be as good? Or why can't their animated movies be a blueprint for how to make a real life action movie? The the live action versions. Of these movies. You know, I understand you can do a lot more with animation than you can with a live action, but you can you can use the the blueprint on how these are so well done to make your live action better. Do you guys not get that? You're killing it in the animation movie game. You're destroying Marvel in that aspect. Marvel's the MCU is blowing your live action movies out of the water. But your animated movies are killing Marvel's. Your animated movies are so good. I own so many DC animated films because they are amazingly done. I don't own any Marvel animated films because they are terribly done. Use the blueprint from your animated. I understand, like I said, you can't do everything you do with animation. It's a lot easier to animate certain stuff. But you can use the aspect and the style and blueprint it into your live action role. And I hope that you do that because I want these movies to work. I want all superhero movies to be incredible. And I want to be able to just enjoy all of them more than I do. So DC, Warner Brothers, Legendary Pictures, I don't care who it is. Just listen to the fans. Give us what we want. Stop with the infighting. Stop trying to just hire big name actors. Stop trying to change this person's background or change the color of this person's skin or this person's gender. Take your source material, make your source material, and let us just enjoy comic book fandom and stop trying to piss off the fans that love this stuff. I understand you're trying to appeal to casual fans, but don't piss off all the hardcore fans that come in to watch it because we're the ones that are going to see it regardless if it's good or bad. Okay? I have to say this every time, and I'm sorry. So... Just to recap everything, Henry Cavill could be on the way out. We could be getting replaced that with Michael B. Jordan. If he leaves, Ben Affleck is said he's done with the cow. We could be getting Jake Gyllenhaal or John Hamm. And we still got the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie where his name is Arthur Fleck. Did the class get everything? All right, guys. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening to me rant and rave on another DC 
not really hate fest, but just breaking down the news and some stuff that just always seems to come with DC. Because if you notice, I don't do this a lot with Marvel because Marvel doesn't do this crap. Marvel doesn't do this. They care about their movies. They hire their actors and they keep their actors and it's not a bunch of fighting all the time except for the Guardians and the James Gunn situation which we're not even getting into on this episode. Thank you all for all your love and support. Follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. Follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. You can follow me on Twitch at NerdPoolGaming. I'm on Apple iTunes. I'm on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast fixed. Hit me up, give me a like, give me a share, give me a review, give, leave me a five-star rating. It helps me and it helps everybody else find the, the podcast that you listen to and help it find me. And it just brings more people to be able to listen to my mind and all the stuff that, that goes through it, good and or bad. Thank you all again for the love and support. That's Nerdpool for this week. So until next time, see ya. Oh, yeah, boy, it's